If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chapin Start. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the studio this lovely post-Snowmageddon Georgia afternoon. If y'all did not hear about our adventures in Atlanta today, um, yeah, this will just make you mock us that much more. <laughs> they closed school. They closed businesses all because we were going to get snow. And it sprinkled from, I don't know, about 1030 to maybe 1145. We're dropping like mad. Sun came out. Nary a flurry fell. So... Um, today has been a recovery day here at the studio, so I want to welcome you. Uh, welcome you, welcome you, welcome you. We are talking, this is the coveted show, so I hope you've been paying attention. This is the one we've been working up to for a long time on IP targeting. Um, IP targeting, everybody has IP address, you guys know this. Um, and they're dedicated to your computer, your network. Like if you have a if you have a home network, you know how this is. You've got IP addresses for a device that connects to your network and your network. Okay. So you can actually target people through that IP address. It's fun. We're going to talk about a few minutes. Um, but I also want to share with you as I was getting ready. <clears throat> to do the show today, I was thinking around, well, February is coming. I don't have any shows planned, and I'm wondering what we need to talk about. I think we're going to talk a little bit about small business owners and the things we forget, the things we forget ourselves, the love we forget to show ourselves. I think it's going to be a show you kind of love hashtag. Um, so y'all keep an eye out for that. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and I hope you'll come and play with me next month as we talk about things like that. So, so on to IP targeting. Um, I work with a company called El Toro. I'm giving them a shout-out today, Marty and Patrick. Um, these guys have a great IP targeting product. Um, this great IP targeting product can only be accessed to an advertising or marketing agency. So... First point of advice, if you want to do IP targeting, you're going to have to hire a professional. Now, they're not going to gouge you. It's all going to be fair and reasonable. You're going to drive the creation process around your digital ads. Um, you're going to drive the creation process around the entire campaign. You just need an agency to do it for you and monitor it for you <clears throat> because IP targeting is so targeted depending on how you use it, is how your results will come out. So it's not terribly expensive. It's the kind of thing, um, the minimum impression load with these guys is 30000 which to some people sounds like, and to some people doesn't sound like enough. <laughs> but when you're a small business and you're trying to reach a targeted audience, 30,000 impressions goes a long way. And these guys allow you to spread those 30,000 impressions over 
a couple of months. So the minimum of that for the minimum cost for that thirty thousand impre- impressions is nine hundred dollars. Then it would be four hundred fifty one month and four hundred fifty the next. Okay, so they let you kind of divide that up so it doesn't eat your budget alive. So that is super helpful. And then you have the design of um, the actual digital ads that show up. Just to give you an example, so if you're looking at a website, um, oh, my producer just threw up a great question. It's, uh, what is an impression? (laughs) An impression. Keisha, thank you for that. Um, An impression is one time. So uh, it's the actual placement of your ad. In the old days, when, when it was print, it was, um, you know, your ad would show up and you might have purchased a quarter page ad in a newspaper or a magazine and that um, newspaper or magazine had a, thir- a readership of 30,000. So one ad in that one magazine would be considered an impression. It's kind of the same thing. So if your ad shows up on Facebook, if it shows up on ESPN, CNN, News, um that each time it shows up, impression. Cool. Okay. So um, yeah. So and so the really cool thing about IP targeting is there's multiple avenues to target IPs. But first things first. Thirty thousand impressions, nine hundred spread over two months. Now, I don't recommend everybody do that. It just depends on the type of camp trying to develop, and we'll talk about that later. I'm just saying that there's your minimum, and here, if you're dealing with a small budget, you're going to do this. Um, the other thing you're going to do is pay that marketing professional to create your digital ads. You have to have at least a minimum of six to start with. Um, and these are going to be different banner ads, mobile banners that show up. They're teeny tiny little things that have very images and, you know, might have a blurb. <laughs> Follow me! You know, that kind of thing. Um, other ones are larger sidebar ads, banner ads at the top that show a pop of websites. Um, and some of their, some of the places where they buy ads, and that's it. Um, so you have the targeted audience, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but the ads where they're seeing the ads are on places where it buys the space. Okay, it's like any other, Google's the exact same way. They call it search partners. If you use AdWords, that's what. The, so anybody who sells ad space, you can they can bid on advertising space and place your ad there. Okay, so you start with these six ads, and you want a professional to design these. You need somebody that has the eye that knows how much can go on these pixel wide and tall things, and like mobile banners are teeny tiny. They're about as big as your index finger, if that big. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you need to be able to get your point across at a glance. And it might be, follow me. Um, you just, you don't know until you start creating the campaign closely with your um, digital advertising professional and develop a campaign that makes sense to what you're trying to do. Okay. Now, during the process of IP targeting, this thing happens called creative lag. Um, if you don't know that your ads are getting refreshed, meaning 
the people who are in your targets are going to see these ads. And if they see these ads more, they start to ignore them. They just blend in. So you want to go through and refresh your creatives, your digital ads, the banners and stuff. Um, you want to refresh them. It's a 60-day campaign. You might want to do it once at 20 days and once again at 40 days. It just depends <clears throat> if that's the way you're going with your campaign. <laughs> again, there's lots of different ways to use this. This is just one example. So you want to try to avoid creative lag. So you want your digital professional to talk to them about that up front and just say, look, I understand the concept of creative lag and um, I really want to make sure that my ads are happy to pay you to do that. Um, I know it won't take that much time because it won't take that much time. Don't let you for a whole new set of ads. They're just changing out pictures, changing copy. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so make sure you take care of that. Now the other thing you can do mid-campaign is change up your a little bit. You can add to them, you can take away from them, you can change them all together. So if you start out targeting, say, say there are two colleges in the campaign that you're trying, that you've created, and um, target one for the first 30 days of the campaign, you can target the other one for the second 30 days of the campaign, okay? So that'll help avoid that target lag too. Okay. Man, that's a lot of information. We haven't even gotten through the first quarter of this show, folks. My goodness. <laughs> so you kind of have to see um, this type of marketing as kind of like an iceberg, right? You can see is above the water, but the substantially larger part of it is below the water, right? So marketing to a group of people based on behavior and demographic information or audience segmentation is the ice that's visible at the waterline. It's useful in that it's a smaller chunk of ice than the glacier itself of, but it does nothing to depict the true mass and depth of the full iceberg, right? So we're going to break this down using example. Um, Say you're a college looking to recruit students. Now this is one, let me backtrack for a second. Let me tell you about the three different ways that you can target through these guys, just so you know. Um, and hopefully Keisha just asked, um, is there a point at which you kind of know you're ready for IP targeting? So yes, um, when you're ready to grow your business. <laughs> How about that? Is that a good answer? Um, IP targeting, I think, is an integral part of your of your any marketing strategy. It's huge, um, and it's there's so many different ways to use. Let me let me explain kind of the core elements of of the three different ways to target IP addresses. Okay, so first you have targets. So say you have a list of clients, constituents, you have their name, address, city, state, and zip code, right? You have this in the database. Can be just an Excel file, can be a CSV file, does not. You're gonna, if you have it in something like Razor's Edge, say you're a nonprofit, um, and I'm doing podcasts on nonprofit marketing these days, so <laughs> nonprofit marketers, listen up. Um, 
<clears throat> say you have your Razor's Edge database full of people who have donated. You have their name, their address, their city, state. You can upload your database to this platform and upload your create. What's going to happen is that the platform is going to take those physical addresses, mailing addresses. They're going to map them. They're going to the IP address at that location or the IP address at that location. Okay, it's called mapping. And they are then going to be able to broadcast to those IP addresses whether those IP addresses are at their home, go to the coffee shop, take their laptop to work, work while they're watching their kid at the hippo hop. I mean, you name it. It's going to follow that computer and it's going to be able to serve it. Now, if you are a nonprofit and these people have donated before, you craft your campaign on the fact that they have donated before. So here's a critical part of audience segmentation. <laughs> and then we're going to go to break. So let me just finish my thought. Your Razor's Edge database should have people tagged who have given me, who are potential donors, who have attended an event but have money. You get where I'm going with this? So you create a set of creatives of full art and you segment your list and match it to that art. Now, it might cost you a little bit more money, but you're targeting the correct people. Okay, so you're into Unstoppable with sweet little old me, Lindy Chafin Start, and today we're talking about IP targeting. We're going to be back in a few minutes, and we'll continue our discussion on the three ways to sort of target your audiences. We'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspire Choices Network. And if you missed it in the commercial, feel free to dial in. Um, the numbers here for the U.S. are 815-880-8255 in Canada, 638008736. I would love for you to come and speak with me today. 
Um, let's talk about IP targeting for your business. So, done. Um, so before we went to break, we were discussing the three different ways you can use IP targeting to target your audience. The first one, of, to me, is the primary one in a great use of this platform with taking your mailing list and uploading it to form, segmenting it with creative checklist and pushing out a very super elegantly targeted campaign. Okay, there's one. Um, the second way is a program that they have called New Movers. <clears throat> now this is where they keep a running database and it's it cycles. So people come on, they go off, come on, go off. They don't stay on for long because you don't want to, well, you're welcome, right? So it's called a New Movers segment and it's really um, people who have moved into a particular geographic area within a given amount of time. So imagine that you are a dentist in, I'm gonna use Lilburn since that's where I am, Lilburn, Georgia. And you want to make sure that everyone who moves into Lilburn over the course of a year knows that you are the favored area and you have your reasons. We're not going to get into campaign creation, but you have your reasons why you're the best. And you want to make sure that everybody who moves into the area knows. So as with every, pretty much every town, right, there's more than one zip code. Well, <laughs> in Georgia, there are a few that have just one zip code. But in places like Metro Atlanta, there's more than one zip code. So you would target, instead of people's names and addresses in the system, you would target zip codes. And you would have your creatives designed by your professional and you would ask the system to send a new movers ad to the people who just moved into these zip codes over the course of the next two months and you would use 30,000 impressions. Okay. Now another piece of the new movers is that they all have a postcard program. So not only can you target these guys with digital ads, you can also send them a postcard. That's uh, kind of cool. Um, and it's especially Um I have a client, allergist, immunologist with full locations, um, and I've talked to them about this program for there because it's just, it's a good marketing strategy. <laughs> you just moved to Texas, say. Now, I, I, I can visit Texas and my allergies turn inside out, upside down, and hit me sideways constantly. Um, I come back feeling like I have died. <laughs> and I'm so grateful to be back in Georgia where my everyday allergies are just everyday allergies. Um, so if you move to Texas from somewhere like Georgia and you already have aller an allergy profile established, you're going to get over there and find out, oh, oh boy, I need some help and I need some help now. So for businesses like that, 
it's sort of an ideal um, use of your marketing budget. Again, you don't have to spend a lot. You had that 30,000 impressions over a couple of months. So it's going to eat you alive. Um, but it's, you know, doctors, dentists, allergists, um, specialists of any sort. Oh, my goodness, schools. Um, if, it's, if it's a huge, like, you have to know your community, too. If it's a huge retirement community that um, that you're targeting, you know, all of that stuff, just have to be able to create those profiles so that you can craft a, a really beautiful paint. And uber targeted, super targeted. Um, that's the beautiful thing about the IP targeting. Okay. So, okay, can just ask me another question. Um, she says, how are the fees charged? Like per impression or by clicks or by something else? Okay, so with IP targeting and this particular platform, um, what you have is a, it's a drop dead. Like you identify how many impressions and you know, like their cost per 10, per thousand impressions is X. <clears throat> um, so if you go over the 30,000, so we're just going to say we know that it's, we minimum is 30,000 and the cost for those 30,000 impressions is $900. It's flat not charged against click it's not charged against it's not like google it's just flat so if you went from 30,000 impressions to 40,000 impressions would go up to whatever that increment is okay um so that's kind of works now the third way to use this particular platform is to geo target and we're going to get into you know some campaigns later down in the show. But geotargeting is one of those things where you create a fence. You, you can literally lasso an area, a geographical area. <laughs> so you can a city block, you can fence a college campus, you can fence a convention center space and surrounding hotels. You can fence an entire city. Uh, be careful with that one. Let your professional deal with it. But if you want to fence the entire city, tell them. Um, so there's a lot. I mean, it's that's a little bit. But still, if you want to fence the entire city, let them know. Because you, you can't just go, yeah, we're going to capture 250,000 people all at one time. You have to do it in like little, little bits and pieces. So, yes. So that's the other thing to do is just fence a specific area where you feel top targets will reside. So just to give you an example, again, um, as part of an all marketing strategy around the holidays. Now, the holidays are already slow for marketing unless you're in retail. If you're in something like I'm about to propose, um, uh, senior housing, real estate, then you're, you have a lot of competition out there as far as ad base and bidding and like retail is going to be hot. Okay, so we did as part of this overall strategy was we had adults 55 and over who can live there and we had 
their children, okay, as targets. So we could target the actual audience through things like words and Facebook campaign, but to target the children and try to capture their attention, we did a geo-targeting campaign and we lassoed the hottest shopping center nearest the property. So if there were people in that area who had come in to take their parents shopping, time with their parents shopping over this slow holiday period, we could, we were logged on to Wi-Fi, capture that information that work there, people who visited there, um, we could capture that information and serve them ads. Now, again, we're not targeting by age, we're not targeting them by interests, we're targeting them specifically because we know they're going to be there. This is where we know they're going to be. So that's what we hit. Um, and it was, like I said, it's part of the overall marketing for that campaign. Um, the Facebook campaigns dealt directly with um, the actual audience, the, peop the 55 and older adults. So there you go. Those are the three ways to use this particular platform. Um, so let's, let's do an example with the college. Um, say you are a college looking to students. You might use audience segmentation to target the demographical students. You reach your target audience, but you're probably also reach people that don't need or want your message, and you might be missing other people in different demographics. You run into this a lot um, because you can only, like if you're using Facebook, you can only so detailed with your audience. Sometimes you can get too de detailed. Tip of the day, if you're using Facebook, um, and you're creating an audience, try to use the magic number, which is around 5,000. Um, so if you have demographic interests that get you down to like 120,000, too small, make it bigger. Either make your pot bigger by location or take away the interest. Um, otherwise, you're not going to, you're not going to hit people to make, make it make sense. So try to get around that magic number of 500,000 for your audience size. Okay. Um, <laughs> so with IP targeting, you can advertise directly to the IP addresses of people that meet your target audience parameters. Again, you have your in place. So if you're this college, you can send out an ad that's specific to your college to the IP addresses of any high school student, any household student, and even the IP address of the high school. Yeah, you heard me right. Even the IP address of the high school. So now you've taken the top of the iceberg where you're mark you market more broadly to groups of people sharing demographic or behavioral similarities. And you've submerged yourself to market more directly to individuals, households, or specific businesses. All right. Is that a lot of information? I feel like it is. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot. Um, we are getting ready to go to break. So you are listening to Unstoppable with Lindy Chapin Starts on a beautiful Wednesday. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk about IP targeting and how you can to benefit your business. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back. All right. So you are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. Um, I am your host, Lindy Chafin-Start. I am um, the creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios. And before we continue our discussion, let me just share that if you would like to have a conversation about IP targeting and how it can benefit you, directly, like let's actually have a conversation and talk about your specific business needs, visit my website. It's www.unstoppablestart.com. Uh, at the bottom of the page, there is a form that you can fill out to contact me, and I'll be happy to get back in touch. Um, and we'll, we'll talk, we'll figure out how to work this into your marketing strategy so that you can use it and it makes sense. Keisha was just sharing with me that she's just noticing how this conclusion that IP targeting was for bigger businesses. Yes, it can be for multi-million dollar businesses for sure. But it's also perfect for small business because, again, you can really super target, like with a needle <laughs> you want to get to, um, and it really, like the minimum impressions, if you spread it out over a couple of months, really isn't that bad. So, you know, if you have a $1,000 a month marketing budget, and if you're a small business, uh, it's probably a fair and reasonable amount of money. You can get get away with a little bit less. About $1,000 a month for a marketing budget. Um, IP targeting could seriously be part of that. And it doesn't have to be, like that doesn't have to be what you spend that monthly. I'm just saying hey, do two months out of the first and third quarter of the year. And the rest of the time, 
do, you know, smaller things that keep getting going. Okay? Um, it's it's a really smart investment. And, so, you know, we, we were getting around to talking about that. Um, here's some bullets that you need to remember about IP targeting. First and foremost, you can save money. Um, you're not wasting money. <laughs> not that, not saying necessarily other ways of getting your name out there. Marketing is marketing is marketing. It's meant to build your brand. Um, no matter how you shake it, it's not a sale. It's getting your and your product out into the ether. Um, using digital, shaking hands, kissing babies, all that jazz. Um, so you're not wasting money on poorly targeted advertising. Now you can specifically target the IP addresses you want to reach. That's using your name, address, city, state, and zip list. Okay. Um, you can get very personal. You know exactly who you're talking to, so you can customize your message. I'm going to give you a really good example. <clears throat> Imagine a young man running for office in this district in Georgia. You have a list of constituents who vote. You have their name, address, their city, state, and zip because they are in the district that you are running for. You have a landing page created where people can come in and donate. You have a landing page where people can come in and learn your message. You take your campus, create two different ones, create different sets of creatives, and you serve ads to these people. You, you know what your campaign marketing budget is. You serve ads to these constituents in this district. And you make those ads the message that you want them to hear. What do you want them to know? You're going to get rid of um, local taxes for seniors who no longer have children at home that are paying taxes for schools. You're going to make that go away? No. Let them know. You might even have the constituent list might even be broken by demographic race, religion, age. And if it is, by God, you better segment that list. Hear my words. Could not, you want to talk about the uh, huge difference in how you're investing your money. If you segment that list because you can, because you have that data, you can create a message that speaks to that person. Now, if you've created your messaging, and your message overall, similar, I really am going to be the best person for the job because, but your targets need to hear different things, then make sure they're hearing what you want to hear, especially if you have that data available. Talk to your marketing professional about that. If it's me, I'm happy to talk it through with you because that's how it all works. Um, okay. You can get super personal. You can adjust. If you're tracking your engagement, so you can see how the campaign is doing, and you can adapt. Marketing professionals will walk, watch the back end of a campaign and see which are doing better, which ones need to be refreshed. 
and they'll make those changes. If they're seeing that something's not hit on, it might. There are a couple of different reasons why that might be happening. Um, there might not viable ad space for that size ad um, that makes sense to bid on for this particular platform. Or it might just be that the message isn't clear. So you can chat and see if you can get a better response. That's fair, right? You get to eliminate a cold call. <laughs> this is great for introverts like me. Can you tell I'm an introvert? I bet you had no idea. I have a face for radio. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would rather be here with my headset on than knocking on somebody's door meetings. I just they they scare me. People scare me. You don't scare me though. So but yeah you can look cold call. Using IP tracking allows you to run an advertising campaign directed to your target audience and provide follow up sales instead of cold calling potential clients and going in blind. Kinda cool, huh? So if you have that address list, talk to a marketing professional because there's lots of different ways you can use that address list. And if you are only using it to send a postcard once a month or send an email newsletter once a month or once a week, then you are missing out. You are missing out on sales. You are missing out on opportunity. So call your marketing professionals. It's the ones who use these El Toro guys. All right. And last but not least, you can enter the B2B and B2C <laughs> campaigns. So I think it's super versatile and can be used to increase specificity in both business to business and business to campaigns. It's kind of interesting, right? So um, Keisha asked another question. Can you use it to grow your list? Keisha, to answer your question, absolutely. So since I've given you about all I can give you on hey, these are the basics of IP targeting. Let's talk through some ways that you can use it. All right, so if we were going to use it to grow your list, um, lay by example, there is a, oh, uh, let's see. Let's talk about one of our Decatur events, um, the Decatur Book Festival. The Decatur Book Festival happens at, I think it's Labor Day ever. It's the largest book festival in the country. Um, writers call over to give seminars. Um, fans come from all over to get an autograph. Lesser known writers get out there and buy booth space so that they can share their books with you. Okay. So, Using targeting around this particular festival, what do you think you would do? You don't have addresses necessarily of people who are already there. Now you have, um, if you're working with the Decatur Book Festival, they might actually provide you um, a database of vendors, presenters. Um, and if they do, use it, if you have a way to use it. Um, there are no new movers coming in here, so we can just cross that one off. So let's geo-targeting that festival. We know it happens. We'll just say September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So there are three days that you can maximize this. 
Decatur has Wi-Fi. Uh, it's citywide Wi-Fi. So we want to make sure that we capture. We want to make sure that we capture the event space, and maybe a little outside of that. Might be a good idea to find out where, like how that um, city Wi-Fi is distributed. But I think if you lasso the event space, you're going to be good. You know, lasso the hotels also around the event space. Now create your create your your digital ads. And what are these digital ads going to look like? Well, it's the it's the Cater Book Festival. So, are you a new author? Are you a bookbinder? Are you a publisher? Are you a book agent looking for newers? How can you use this best to your advantage? So you know the lasso. Now you just have to create ads that get your message out to the people you are trying to target. And that's either participants in or people who attend the Decatur Book Festival. Right? Why not? These are people who love books. If you have a book and you know these people love books, then why wouldn't you be trying to sell them a book? They're going to be 30,000 people in town. You're going to run that $900 out over three days. And it's probably going to be one of the best investments you ever make if your message is clear. You know who you're selling to. How are you going to sell it to them? Okay. So <laughs> we're going to talk about more campaign ideas. Um, but right now, you're listening to Unstoppable on Air Choices Network. This is your host, Lindy Chafin-Start, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now back to Unstoppable. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Unstoppable and your host, Lindy Chavenstar, on this Wednesday. Um, next week, I don't know if I have a show in the queue, but I'm thinking since it's February, we are going to show our selfies some love. <laughs> and we're going to start talking about what we're failing at, small business owners. I know what I fail at miserably, and that is um, getting out of this office at a reasonable hour, and I try. I try hard. Um, Facebook is not a time suck for me. Um, 
sometimes I just have a hard time getting my leg because my email is out of control. Um, but, you know, we can talk about that. And if there's a topic that you want to cover that has to do with small business ownership, shoot me an email, let me know. Lindy Chafin at att.net or visit my website, www.unstoppablestart.com. I would love to hear from you and know what you might want to talk about as far as small business ownership and how we can support each other, how we can support ourselves. It's a month that's dedicated to love, so let's take advantage of that. All right. Um, do I? Okay, Keisha threw out another question. <laughs> Thank you, Keisha, for keeping my toes today. Um, do you have different recommendations for service versus product? businesses? Um, it's a good question and a tough one to answer without having like a specific example. And I'm guessing you're talking specifically about IP targeting or are you talking about just full-on campaigns? Specifically about IP targeting. Okay. It's just like I have my producer and she's my magic eight ball. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yes, definitely. Maybe not so much. Um, she's going to create a little, a new little triangle for me. So um, her example is massage therapist versus a skin care product. Um, okay, so IP targeting for massage therapist. I would go to using your existing list because if you you know, if you have clients and you know you're going to have specials throughout or you know you have slow periods and you're trying to build in um, business for those slow periods, you, you have trends and you have forecasts so you can kind of see. Um, in, in marketing and advertising, we typically have a slowdown over summer months. Like it's super quiet over summer. It hasn't been lately but it can be super quiet over summer. But massage therapists say um, they know that people are going to be traveling, say they go to the beach. Um, so their slow months might be May, June, and July. Okay. So they can take existing book of business, their client list that they have the name, address, city, state, and zip for, and they can actually target those folks. Hey, just because it's summer doesn't mean you don't for yourself. Come in. Let's drain that lymphatic system. Let's get you loosened up, ready to go play tennis. Let's, you get where I'm going. Um, so target those slow periods in the service industry. Product-wise, um, it's a little bit different. Again, you'd be playing to your list more than likely. But say you have um, a business that has a very cool skincare product and you could actually target the names and addresses of the people that you already serve, like you have a new product, like you've had this skincare line forever, but they just added, what is it, micellar water? <laughs> it's really great for hydration. Um, you can actually target those users and let them know about your new product. So there's one app of it. Now, you can also use that new movers piece and let people know that you're the go-to skincare person in your area. And if you've just moved, come on for a free consultation. I'll take a look at your, you know, your chest, your neck, your face. We'll talk about any 
imperfections you might have that you want to fix. You know, get those people in. Let them know that you want, you're part of their community. Um, and you're welcoming them to the community whole. Lots of different opportunities there. Um, all right, so we talked about the politics example. We've talked about massage therapists versus products. Um, I love that example. Thank you. Let's see, is there another? We've talked about the whole example. Oh, so here's one. And it's not one that's easily trackable, but, but let's use it anyway, just so you can see how diverse this system is. So say you have an apartment complex. We'll just say it's student housing off of Emory. I'm in Atlanta. I can use Emory as an example, right? Or maybe it's Mercer University. There's two you know, really large apartment complexes right across from Mercer here. Let's say that 90% of your residents are students. Let's say that you want to get them in events that you have at the property and you want them to invite their friends. Or let's say that you're coming up on the end of the semester, it's the summer, and you want to push renewals. That's an even better example. Let's use that one. So now you're, you already have a database of these people. So you can target that way or you can fence the property and target that way. Just depends on what's going to give you more accuracy. Talk to your person about that. Now you can run ads to these people, letting them know that renewals, you know, if they want to renew X date, they'll get the same price as they had this year. By X date, it'll go up $10. By X, it'll go up $20. <laughs> Isn't that the coolest thing ever? You can push out renewals. You can push out a um, cost of move campaign that says, hey, we realize it's summer. Apartment over the summer. Come back at the same price. Because if you you got to pay for a moving van, you got to pay for a mover, <laughs> like people to actually physically move you. You've got to pay utility setup costs, deposits. You know, why would you want to? So you can, if you if you just hold your apartment over the summer for month's rent, and that'll be the month when you come back in the fall, that'll see you the $1,800 it would cost you to actually move to a new place. You can push that to residents, your existing residents. How crazy is that? So there's a lot of unity. You just have to be mindful. You have to be thoughtful. You have to your message is what your message is, and you have to know your audience. So it's not something that you can do one-offs and fake it. Just you got to know. Okay. Well, I've enjoyed it, everybody. It's the end of our show. We'll see you next week. Until then, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business.